Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you, the solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to podcast episode number 27. In this episode, I'm talking about ways on how to save money for your trip. If you're looking to go on a solo travel trip, but you can't afford to go, then this is the episode for you. There's no doubt about it, traveling costs money, especially solo traveling. It may be tempting to blow your budget within the first month, but if you take steps at the beginning, you can stay on track and stick to your traveling budget. Having an amount that you know you shouldn't really go over will help you to rein in your spending and make you think about what you really need and want to spend your hard-earned cash on. The less money you spend, the longer you can stay on the road and making some little changes can really add up. If you're not planning to work when you're away, here's how to save some money when you're travelling alone. Accommodation. Do you have any friends or relatives who live in a different state or a different country? Going to stay with them saves on accommodation and it also means that you have your own personal tour guide of the area. You could agree to host them back at a later date to repay the favour. Accommodation can be one of the biggest costs when you travel, so look for extras such as hostels, which include breakfast. Some even include a free or cheap evening meal. If you're planning to stay in a hostel for longer than a few nights, ask if they have a special long-stay rate. If you're staying short-term, choose the biggest dorm room for the cheapest price, or you could try couch surfing instead, which is absolutely free. As you stay with locals, they may also give you inside knowledge to free things you can do in the town or city and the cheapest places to eat. If you find people who are heading in the same direction as you, just ask if they want to share a room. Odds are that they're wanting to be saving money just like you. For hotels, choose accommodation which isn't directly in the centre, but still walking distance from what you want to see. Accommodation is generally cheaper the further away it is from a city centre. Check out the local transport, as it may be cheaper to stay on the outskirts and then just pay to come into the centre every day. As nice as a beach property looks, you know it's going to come with a price tag. So look at properties just a couple of roads back instead. If you're staying in a hotel, the half-forward option may initially look as though it's a lot more expensive, but if there's nowhere else to eat within walking distance, then that option could work out cheaper. If you're adventurous and you don't mind roughing it, take a tent with you and find a campsite. Pitching your own tent is so much cheaper than a bed for the night and some countries allow you to wild camp so you can just pitch up anywhere. Even better, you can take a hammock with you instead of a bed for the night, although you will need your mosquito repellent for this one. Just book a couple of nights and then look around once you arrive for short-term lets or spare rooms in guest houses. Not every hotel or guest house advertises on the internet and you may come across a complete gem. Transport. No matter how cheap the country, taxis are generally the most expensive option. So check out the metro or bus services. Once you've used them once, you'll realise how easy it is to navigate your way around. Look for special passes and offers if you're going to be using the transport more than once. In Paris, for example, buying 10 metro tickets in a bulk costs less than buying 10 separate tickets. In Switzerland, a Swiss pass will save you a small fortune if you're planning to travel through the country by train. And in London, it might be wise to buy a few days pass. Find out the best way to get from the airport to reduce transfer costs, such as taxis. If you're travelling around and moving from place to place, check local buses. 
Collectivos may be cheaper than normal buses, so check if they're operating the same route first. No matter how tight your budget is, don't risk your safety by sitting on tops of buses. Overland trucks are of course fine. As well as buses, check local flights. In countries such as Colombia, using a low-cost carrier is the same price or less than bus transport and will save you hours too. You may have to pay for your luggage, so travel with carry-on can also save you money. If you're on a travelling circuit, you will meet others who have either just come from your next destination or are heading the same way as you, so utilise their knowledge and information. If you're travelling around Australia or New Zealand, hiring a camper van could work out better than car hire in hotels, and you get the luxury of planning your own route. Or better still, rent a car and take a tent with you. You may even come across potential travel mates on the road to help divide the costs. Food and drink. It's easy to eat cheaply when you're solo. You can stay away from fancy restaurants and opt for a quick main course instead of a free course meal. But street food is definitely the cheapest. Anywhere that you don't have to pay for a seat and table will save you money. But if you do fancy a sit-down meal, see where the locals eat as they definitely won't be paying tourist prices. Food malls are a good option too. You can sometimes get a meal for a fraction of the price with a variety of different cuisines to choose from. If you're staying in a hostel, make use of the free breakfast and tea and coffee facilities and cook your own meals. Rice, noodles and pasta are good options for a cheap dinner. Find out where the local supermarket is or buy fresh produce like fruit and vegetables from local sellers and cook your own meals. Club together with others if you're staying in a hostel and cook a large meal instead of just cooking for one. That way you can avoid the same pasta dishes and it's cheaper when there are more of you sharing. If you don't enjoy cooking, look for a buffet section in a supermarket where you can just buy salads and cooked meat instead of buying all the ingredients yourself. If you're travelling or out for the day, carry breakfast bars or nuts with you to stop you splurging on expensive food in touristy areas when you get peckish. Drinking can really diminish your budget too, so find out what the local drink is in the country and choose that over your normal tipple. Choose house wine if the country produces its own or local beers as imported beers and spirits can be the same price as what you'd pay back home. If you're not staying in a hostel which is a discounted bar, look for happy hours, drink promotions in local bars or places where you can bring your own. Tours. Think about what you really want to do. Doing and seeing everything will eat its way through your budget, so be selective with the tours. Check what you can do for free and see if there are any special offers such as visiting museums on a Sunday for half price. Explore parks and gardens and check out any outdoor events that are advertised on posters around the city. If you're somewhere that has a good transport system, skip the tours and do your own with a bit of guidance from the hostel, hotel or tourist information office. You'll be surprised at how much more you can pay just to be on an organised minibus instead of getting a local bus. As much as you're tempted to jump on that big red tour bus and cruise around the city, many cities now have free walking tours where you tip at the end according to how much you enjoyed the tour. They're a great way of meeting other people, getting some exercise, seeing the city and they'll only cost you a small amount of money. It's generally not worth paying for a bus tour if the city is small enough to walk around. If there isn't a walking tour then just create your own. Walk around and explore and find free things to do in the city rather than the main tourist sites. If there is a tourist attraction that you really want to do, see if there's a tourist pass which includes numerous attractions instead of paying for them separately. You could easily spend two days in somewhere like Petra and Jordan. And buying a two-day pass is only a fraction more than a one-day pass 
and it gives you more time to explore the historical site. If you're going off the beaten track on a four-day jungle trek or overland across desert terrain, then taking an organised tour may be the only option. But don't just pick the first one that you come across. Check for the reviews and recommendations for how long the trip is and if it includes any extras, such as a local payment for food. Then break it down into a daily rate to see if it still appeals. Tourist hotspots will be more expensive than those lesser known. Staying a while and asking locals for hidden gems will give you insider knowledge and help you stumble upon somewhere even better than in the guidebook. Experiences. The biggest regret you'll ever have is not doing something that you really want to do because you can't afford it. If you really want to go bungee jumping and are planning to visit a few countries, then see which one is the cheapest to do it in. Ask others where the best place to do your experience is. Sometimes the more touristy the place, the more expensive. So look for a lesser known area to paraglide instead. Colombia versus Switzerland, for example. Try to stay away from the organisations who advertise on the internet for homestays to improve your Spanish. They're generally overpriced and you can find your own alternatives. Look for local families when you arrive in a destination. Or try couchsurfing or Airbnb with only native speakers instead for full immersion. If you want to experience the Red Sea or the Great Barrier Reef, then snorkel instead of diving, where you can see just as much with good visibility. Choose experiences for half a day instead of paying for a full day to keep the costs down, such as quad biking or glacier walking. That way you can still have the same experience for a lesser price. You don't have to do everything at once, so be selective and savour those experiences. After all, you may never get the chance again. Work while you travel. If you're planning on travelling the world for a long time, you might want to think about how you can earn a living while getting from one country to the next. Volunteering or working in a hostel in exchange for accommodation may not give you extra cash, but you can trade your time in exchange for accommodation and sometimes food. Sites such as Halpex and Workaway offer listings of organic farms, hostels and even sailing boats for those wanting to work in exchange for their board. Wolf is also a good organisation with opportunities for volunteering on organic farms. So make a list of your skills and find opportunities to earn money while you're travelling. Examples could include freelance writing or tutoring, or maybe it's homework help. If you're a hairdresser or a masseuse, offer your services to other travellers, or teach English to the locals. Useful websites, Halpex for organic farms, homestays and ranches. Workaway, to be able to work away and acquire new skills. Wolf, which is worldwide opportunities on organic farming. And Yoga Trade, where you can teach a yoga class in exchange for accommodation. There are other tips to help you save money, such as buying a local SIM card instead of using your phone's data, take an empty water bottle through the airport and use drinking fountains instead of paying airport prices, or try your hand at bartering if you're buying a souvenir from a market. Travelling abroad can be done on a tight budget, especially if you travel in the low seasons when accommodation is cheaper. If you choose to travel slower, you will spend less money. You won't be moving around so much, the transport costs will be lower, and you won't feel the need to do every tourist attraction that is presented to you when you arrive in a new destination. If you think about everything that you're about to buy in the local exchange rate and compare it to a night's accommodation, for example, a bed in a hostel in Shanghai cost $8 and a coffee cost $3.50, which is nearly half a night's accommodation, you'll soon change your mindset about the coffee and be cutting back like a pro. So there you have it, some ways on how to save money when you're travelling solo. There's also an article on the Girl About the Globe website for more tips on how to save money.
Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.